The edges around the world in 50k. Friday afternoon, and everyone that calls us this afternoon gets in the draw for that epic prize, 50k and around the world with you and two mates. Woo! It's got to go real soon, so this could be one of your final chances. Yeah, get in there. And also, very, very excited about this. They've never done it before. I don't think they've even been on the edge for an interview before, but at 3.30... We've never even let them in the building before. No, we have. <laughs> don't say it like that. What are you, why won't you let them in the building, Sharon? They are incredible. Sons of Zion yeah, will be awesome. here at 3.30 to take on the uh, John Abed and Sharon cover challenge. They're going to do Calvin Harris Fields. My favourite song at the moment. Apparently it's amazing. All right, Noel Japes is jacked up on cold and flu medication again. <laughs> Strap yourselves in. It's going to be a wild ride. Oh, God. <laughs> well, oh, we can't wait next week. I haven't slept in three days. <laughs> Get to Justin Bieber next and uh, find out what he did yesterday. It wasn't, wasn't so good. John O'Ben and Sharon. On the edge. Okay, Justin Bieber overnight uh, ran over a paparazzi. 55-year-old paparazzi. And it's Because if you're 55 years old and a paparazzi, check out your life decisions. What are you doing with yourself, well, eh? making a lot of money suing celebrities yeah. for thro- running them over. Oh, that guy will get, he'll get banked now, eh? He'll get a lot of money. Well, actually, for the first time, a paparazzi's been kind of nice about it. Okay, have, well, have a listen to the audio. See what you think. You can't see anything, but you can hear how violent the attack was. <laughs> how you been, my man? This is car starting. Thank you, Jono. <laughs> this is car revving. <laughs> <laughs> And I think you can tell the moment that the paparazzi guy was hit. So this is like, in Justin Bieber's defence, like whenever he goes to go anywhere, his car is surrounded by paparazzi. Yeah, and I actually have a friend who's a paparazzi in LA and he said that it's the way they make bank there. That That's why they always try and provoke the celebrities by saying stuff to them. They get in the way of their cars and stuff because oh. they may get their foot run over, but they'll get a huge payday. I'd throw myself in front of uh, Justin Bieber's SUV to get a couple of G. Wouldn't you, mate? Chuck a, chuck a cheeky leg <laughs> under a tyre? Well, to his credit... <laughs> <laughs> to his credit, he uh, the paparazzi said that Justin Bieber got out of his car, looked after him, yeah. made sure he was okay, and, uh, and he said he was very thoughtful. And that doesn't usually happen. Usually, the celebrities just drive off and leave them there. Do you know when I was his age, uh, I my parents gave me their Toyota Corolla. I had my restricted license. I, I was allowed to go to the dairy and back. <laughs> and I went some ciggies. I went. I went and picked my mate up. <laughs> Oh, we picked my oh, mate that, up. Wasn't, that wasn't the no, dairy that wasn't the plan. That wasn't on the plan. He's like, let's go score some chicks. I was like, yeah, babe. Let's go score some chicks. How many chicks. chicks did you score? Oh, well, you wait and see. I picked him up, literally 20 metres down the road from his house. We're turning the corner, slid out, went boom into a parked car. I panicked, I reversed, and drove the car about 5Ks home, just going, oh scraping along the road. Gosh. Oh, you should have seen Annie and John's face when I pulled in the driveway. Oh, your parents? They were not happy. Well, the police had already called them by that time because someone had seen him. <laughs> That is the stupidest car accident I've ever heard of. It's almost as stupid as the time my sister backed into a parked car that was right behind her in our driveway. My dad's car had been there. She backed down the driveway. Ben's written off a car in his own driveway. Yeah, I have. What? Putting my hand through, you know, to to click on the speedometer to go back to zero. I was like, I don't know why. I was just like, I'll push this button. Got my hand lodged between the steering wheel and the indicator. And instead of putting on the brake, I just veered off straight into a tree. Okay, well, let's, get, let's open the phones on this, eh, guys? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yes. Okay. You can also text us. 3343. Can you beat us today? The stupidest uh, car accident you've had. Nathan, what was your dumbest car crash ever? Oh, so we're going round the Oxygen and Dunedin there, and uh, the wheel bearing fell off my car, and the wheel fell off, and it was right outside a nightclub. Oh, so then your car's scraping along the road? 
Hey, Ashley, what was your dumbest car crash? Um, I was parked outside a shop and I went to reverse out and the lady beside me reversed out just after I did and reversed right into my back, into my um, rear passenger door. Oh, you're blowing our carbs. That's certainly one of the world's (laughs) dumbest car crashes. Good on you, Ashley. (laughs) Thanks, Ash. Hey, Daniel, what was your dumbest car crash? My stupid car crash was um, about six months ago. Uh, before I got my licence, I actually uh, went to clean mum's car and accidentally crashed it into the back of her garage. Oh, Daniel Cox, that's <laughs> one of the world's dumbest car crashes. Have you ever crashed your car, Sharon? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever had a, had a car crash? Nah, not really. Well, not just, a few, to tell just a few fender about. benders. But uh, let's just say my husband's old car had a lot of things that he thought were someone else. <laughs> Ambo, good to have you on the show. What was your dumb car crash, matey? Um, it wasn't me. It was my kids. Um, they decided to that they were going to play my car and let the handbrake off. And <gasps> they went down the driveway, hit the barbecue. Um, I was inside, heard that, ran outside, and they were halfway through the driveway. Oh. How old are they? Um, they would have been about seven and eight. Oh, what dumb kids. Dumb <laughs> car crash. The world's dumbest car crashes. No, you can't call your... No. Amber. So I'm only joking. Your kids aren't dumb, Amber. They are beautiful <laughs> children. Beautiful. They're the, they're the future. Teach them the way, and they will learn to lead the way. Definitely. Hey, Amber, we'll, uh, we'll put you in the drawer so you can hopefully get away from them for a bit and uh, you and two mates could go around the world with 50 grand thanks to Flight Centre. John O'Ben and Sharon on The Edge. Joining us in the studio right now is the very awesome Sons of Zion. They've got a brand new EP that's just been released today. How's it going, lads? Thanks for having us. Yeah. It's good to have you guys. You're a handsome, handsome bunch of gentlemen, aren't you? <laughs> I'd like to compliment the guests on their looks. We've had, we've had a couple of uggos coming here. And I've, I've had to be honest. I'm sorry, guys, but you guys are handsome. You're all handsome. Yeah, you guys are doing great at the moment, eh? Hey? It's going well. Yeah, things are going well, man. Yeah, super but, but about 10 years you guys have been doing this? Yeah, 10 years, man. It's been a long uh, sort of yeah, grind. But, so you yeah. feel like it's all starting to click, take yeah, off now? Yeah, things are starting to look up and... Uh, Hey, we've been doing this for 10 years. We've all been doing this for 10 years. Nothing's starting to get worse. If anything, it's got worse. I was actually reading today, you guys got a couple of number ones in Hawaii. Yeah, 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 that's true. um, Yeah, the band's doing really well over there, I guess. Um, People over there sort of susceptible to reggae and open to it and they love it so yeah because yeah, I, yeah. I was there recently and I was mm. in a in a shop and I was like I freaking know this song and I yeah. shazammed it and I was like that's amazing because they're yeah, like yeah. catch fires and stuff are like huge over there as well yeah, yeah. and yeah. thanks to those guys you know sort of opened up doors for guys like us to come through and well yeah, what a shitty fun. place to have to go yeah bloody Hawaii yeah. do you guys all get on you know when you're touring you know, pretty well yeah for yeah. the most part for the most yeah, part yeah. sometimes I take a swing at them because there are new, like dudes I know in New Zealand bands that have literally had punch ups and oh, then yeah. they have to go on stage. Yeah. Have you guys had that? Yeah, actually myself and um one of the other boys, Sam. <laughs> Oh, really? Um, yeah, we had a punch-up on the motorway in Japan. Yeah. <laughs> on the motorway in Japan? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And what? Yeah, yeah. Like what? Text. Anything in particular? Uh, yeah, it was, it was a long story. Yeah, okay. I was right. He was right. <laughs> and, uh, 
And he's not here to say anything. And he's not here to defend himself, so we'll go with that. That's amazing. And because I heard that you guys went on a trip and you had to, like, take fans. Oh, Jesus. Whose idea was that? No, but this was a trip like no other because it turned out you didn't take a fan and, in fact, you took someone that hated you. Yeah. And their mum. And their mum. So how did this go? Like, how do you deal with that? Because I, like, could not handle that. Yeah, long story short, we showed up to the airport and this this girl comes wandering over to us and she's like, oh, are you guys that uh, Kings of Zion band? <laughs> and we were just like, oh yeah, Sons of Zion. She's like, oh yeah, I won the competition to come to Samoa with you guys. Yeah. Um, so I don't know any of your music, but I just wanted to come to Samoa. Yeah. Wow. And I bought my mum too. And we, so the whole time we were just babysitting her over, over there. Mm. And oh, she, she really? was like, oh, do I need to kind of come to the concert and stuff? And we're like, well... <laughs> <laughs> Be nice if you did Maybe. Did you end up winning her over in the end? She's like, oh, you guys are actually quite good. Or was she like, no, you guys are shitters? No. no. Yeah, I, I think she was appreciative. I think she yeah. she was like, oh, yeah, you guys are pretty good, but it's not my style. Yeah. But, you know. Who's, who's been your um, like biggest celebrity fags? Because I imagine there'd be a lot of like, Especially rugby boys that would yeah. be into you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We've yeah. actually been getting a, a lot of love from KJ Upper oh, uh, wow. on Instagram lately. That's so something yeah. I'd love a lot. Yeah. Of yeah. Love. Yeah. 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 So, that's awesome. Yeah, he's been featuring us in a few of his uh, Insta stories and whatnot. So oh, that's yeah, awesome. Stoked, yeah. Uh, that's cool. Every time he does, our Insta followers just go up and up with all these American <laughs> yeah. fans, which is awesome. Oh, that's yeah. real cool. Back to the drunk um, people. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Where have you seen shelving an egg here? One of your shows. Because they've heard that like like. At 660 performed at an All Blacks after party and you just mm. see like Israel dig and they're like nah, yeah, like getting down yeah. you know I had, you... I had a pretty epic time with Lima Sapawanga actually in Wellington on one of our shows yeah that's cool, cool. Bruce. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There sounds yeah. like a lot of secrets there. Yeah, like yeah. so the real quiet question all the time. Hey, man, you just can't cover it up by going, yeah. <laughs> that's, 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 yeah. <laughs> Every time you say, yeah, 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 I'm like, oh, my yeah. mind is going, ooh, ooh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, we've got Sons of Zion with us, uh, and you're about to do the, uh, the Edge cover challenge. What song have you guys chosen? Uh, Calvin Harris feels. Oh, Ooh, nice. Who will yeah. be playing the role of Katy Perry and who will be playing the role of Pharrell? Uh, we sort of mixed it up a bit. Everyone sort of has a jam in each part. So Nice. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, awesome. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, Sons of Zion with Calvin Harris. Three, four. Uh, Memorize the 
it shocks me The way you move it Just wanna feel it from you Don't be afraid to catch feels Ride your top and chase thrills I know you ain't scared of my pills I know you ain't scared to catch feels Feels with me Don't be afraid to catch feels Okay, Jaffer, you can fetch that on the story if you want. Yeah. And then give him my number and tell him that's where to send the nudes. Keen ass. Keen ass for that. <laughs> I'm allowed to say that now. He's 18. That's uh, still weird. That's still weird. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I thought uh, I was allowed now. But okay, I'll take it back. Okay, now we're just all thinking about KJ up and naked. Sons of Zion, what are your plans over the next couple of weeks? Give me uh, everyday details. <laughs> Nah, nah, we're, we're heading off to Aussie for four shows. Cool. Um, then we're coming back and we're doing a tour of New Zealand, top to bottom, and then we're back over to Hawaii. Hawaii. Oh, yeah. Hawaii. For coming in, we're really looking forward to you coming in, and we're glad that you finally came and performed for us. And good luck with everything with the song. Thank you, thank you, guys. Bloody yeah. amazing! Cool. Thank you so much. Ben and Sharon on the edge. So, guys, I was at the I was at the gym last night, and um, this is there's a TV. Doesn't look like it. <laughs> okay, so well, I'm try, I'm trying to I'm trying to bulk up, mate. Okay, yeah. and there's a TV screen up in the gym, and and it, and it flashes through things like important stuff, like don't drop the weights. Message just like that. That is all great. Bring a towel. Great news for the gym, is it? I mean, great information for the gym. Don't drop the weights. How yeah. do you know? <laughs> it's, it's, you, know and you run in the middle of the road so, every morning. You know, but then in between, you know, the don't drop the weights and um, then bring a towel. There was there was a riddle Ooh. came up. Dude, who doesn't bring a towel to the gym? And how much working out were you doing that you were reading the riddles? I was like, oh, there's a riddle. Today's okay. riddle. Okay, what's Emergency the riddle? Emergency, stop this treadmill. <laughs> and I was like, oh, here we go. Are you about to read the riddle? Yeah, I was going to read the riddle. Oh, well, hold there, hold the there. Riddle. Hold there. Ben's cool riddle he heard last night. He'd like to test it out on us and you. Thank you. Thank you, Dan, for not mocking me in any way with that intro. By the way, Ben, you've got a minute and a half of your talking okay, time. Okay, so here was the riddle at the gym last night on the screen. What flies without wings and cries without eyes? What oh. flies without wings and cries without eyes? Ben's cool riddle he heard last night. He'd like to test it out on us and you. What flies, flies without wings and cries without eyes? That was the riddle. A worm. Is it a, a worm? A worm. A fly? Just naming yes, objects. Lamppost. If you throw a worm, it flies. Oh, it's under the edge if you know that. What flies without wings and cries without eyes? I don't know. Well, there you go. I didn't that's know just, either. That's a what great flies. version of... <laughs> Ben's cool riddle he heard last night. He'd like to test it out on us and you. We've got someone on 0800 The Edge right now. Welcome to the show. What is the answer to Ben's riddle? Are they clouds? It's clouds. Oh, oh. obviously it's clouds. Well obviously. Done. What's your name? Lisa. Oh. Lisa, congratulations. You're in the draw to go round the world with two mates and fifty thousand dollars. Awesome, thank you so oh, much. Jeez, I think we've this enough. Riddle he heard last night. He'd like to test it out on us and you. So my guy mate in Brisbane, he Facebooked me this morning and he What's his name? 
I'm not going to say his name. No, I don't, say his I don't name. want to embarrass just call him. him. A, oh, it was just an embarrassing story. Well, I don't want to blow his cover. He has friends back here. Okay. But anyway, he's dating this Stop girl. Stop thinking about people's feelings. And he asked me for my opinion. He's dating this girl who before him was in a relationship for five years. And they've now been dating for four months. And he wants to lock it in. But she's like, oh, I'm just not ready for a relationship. And he's like, well, why are you acting like you're in a relationship if you don't want to be in a relationship? Well, she's just come off a five-year stint. She wants to be out on the field betting the balls. Exactly. So catching, the, catching the hits, that was whacking his, the tax. That was his question. <laughs> he, said to me, work. he said to me, am I wasting my time dating someone who's a commitment phobe? But and what I, does he want? Does he want a long-term relationship? Yeah, he wants to have a relationship, right, relationship. He doesn't want to, you know, <laughs> stuff around. And I said to him, you know what? I don't know the answer to that, but I will ask on the radio this afternoon yeah. and we will find out once and for all, is dating a commitment phobe a complete and utter waste of time? No. Now, what do you guys think? What were you like before you got married? Were you guys that liked relationships or guys that freaked out? Mate, I met one girl, locked her down. Well, Her name's Jennifer. Because I couldn't get anyone else. <laughs> right. I wanted to be out there spinning the wheels, driving the gear knobs, wiping the windows. Yeah. I wanted to be doing all that, Ben. Yeah. You know, uh, answering the phones, yeah. pushing the buttons. Sounds like you, a, you, you like the idea of that, but you know, but I just no, I couldn't I couldn't do that either. Really? So what? You went into you were a relationship. Like I tried guy? to be like that, you know, try and be all aloof, but I just crumble. I yeah. crumble. I'm like, yeah, I'm desperate. I'm very I desperate. You, like, <laughs> you know how I lured Jen and I've got I had a oh, I've got don't a scar on my chest and I said I'd been shot. She's like, oh, I'm going out with a dangerous guy. Well, I knew that you were going to be a relationship guy because you've got her face tattooed on your arm. <laughs> exactly. She couldn't dump me after that. <laughs> but we've got Megan and Finn in from the office. Megan, what do you think? Is dating a commitment phobe a complete waste of time? I would persevere. My um, my boyfriend now that we've nearly been together for about four years now, mm-hmm. a guy from the night show, he was an absolute commitment phobe to the point that it had been three months of acting like boyfriend and girlfriend and I was like, right, I'm having the chat with him. I'm going to do it. And I, and I text him and I said we need to have this chat and he was like okay and um, we went for a drive together for about two hours and we fi- we didn't have the chat at all I was too scared I ended up locking him in the car and I had to um, <laughs> okay this oh is getting into God. kidnapping <laughs> you have to I locked him in the car and as he told me the cons of dating me I rebutted with what the pros of dating wow. me Hell? and you um, then made him your boyfriend after I, he told you all the cons yes, of dating you yes the cons and I, and I listened to the pros and he was like I see your side of the story and I was like, I see yours. I can be a bit crazy. Girl. And then we decided to do a Please one month. Please unlock the door. A one month contract. <laughs> Please where, let me go. We did a one month contract where um, he was allowed to um, end the relationship after 30 days if he wasn't happy with it. And we shook hands. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> money back there, oh, my God. But it, it, it never happened. So, you know, we're oh, still happy good. together. That's good. So, like, you signed I a, want um, to hit him. <laughs> signed an employer-employee sort of contract yeah. there. Yeah. You could have fired him after the 30-day trial period and yeah. he could have done the same. Okay. I didn't know what he was missing. So, Megan, oh. you are pro... Yes. Hanging in pro there. <laughs> contracts. Finn, what do you think? Is dating a commitment photo a complete waste of time? Y- yes. So, I think it's a waste of time because I've just seen way too many cases of, like, people, A, like, would get a commitment phobe to date them and then a commitment phobe in the relationship would do real shady weird things because they're still a commitment yes. phobe. Yes. you know what I mean? Yes. And I just think it's a waste of time. Putting their fingers in pies. Well, we yeah. Eating other apples. We're, we're, <laughs> we're kind of tied up in the studio right now but we need to throw it out to you. Let's make this decision and help everybody's dating life be way easier. Yeah. 0800 The Edge text to 3343. Let's get a quick vote off. Is- Ashley. 
Yeah, yeah, I think it's a complete waste of time, eh? Because you, clearly you want different things from life. Well, there you go. That's what Ashley oh, says. Okay, Ashley. Okay. Right, Ashley, there you go. Okay, oh, I hundred you at the edge. Is dating a commitment phobe a complete waste of time? Tell us what you think right now. Or should Jono cut Sharon off again and answer another call? <laughs> Tell you what, you're on. 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 you are it is definitely not. I am a commitment phobe. I have just gotten out of a five-year relationship and I've just started seeing somebody and I can see a future with that person. Wow. So but how long do you think it'll take to commit to him then? I have already committed to him. He's still trying to work his end out. Oh, okay. So you're persevering the commitment phobe. Yes. Oh, wow. Well, does he want to be out there picking the roses and digging the garden, does he? <laughs> he? He's also had issues in his past where he is a bit of a commitment phobe now. Okay. So, oh, so Roseanne is on Team Persevere. Sharon, you're, uh, your friend in Australia has uh, just been dating a girl for four months. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's just come off a five-year relationship. She's not committing. She's no, not committing. Does he, does he stick in there? Well, does he r- dig in there? I don't know. Richard, you're a dude. What, do you think that four months is uh, around about the time you should be having the chat, or is it too soon? Yeah, man, four months is long enough, mate. It's, it's ages. So they're not locking it in at four months? They're not going to lock it in, in your opinion? No, nah, probably not. So that's a gap it. Is it, is it a conversation, too? Is it like, are we official now? Or is it? Well, well, how do you do? Some, sometimes you do have to have the chat, because it's like if someone's going to introduce you to somebody, do you go, this is my boyfriend? This is my... Person I spend some time yeah. with. Remember, remember when Bryce and I were seeing each other and he took uh, he took me with you guys to a birthday and he didn't know how to introduce me the entire time. This is a lady. This is this so is lady girl. Are you Bryce's girlfriend? She has no. some arms and legs. I don't know who I don't know who that is. So we had the chat the next day and he dumped me, but <laughs> <laughs> he came he came crawling back. He came crawling back eventually. And now I'm having his kids. Lady Sharon. <laughs> she stabbed some holes in the condom, guys. <laughs> Now she's locked him down. (laughs) (laughs) Shelly is on 0800 The Edge. Is dating a commitment phobe a complete waste of time, Shelly? Yeah, yeah, it it totally is. I was with my partner for four and a half years and then he had a three-month stare with a married woman and he had done it before, but I believed in him and so I'm sort of like, Mm, maybe don't give him a second chance. Nah, okay. Well, it seems that we are leaning in that way, but let's go to Kasia. What do you think? I think you got to risk it for the biscuit. Risk it yeah, for the biscuit? That's right. This is, so now Dig you... it in for the rubbish bin. <laughs> 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 wow, so you reckon, you, you in your experience, you stick around? Yeah, I reckon risk it for the biscuit. There's always yep. the exception to the rule. Roll it for the polar. Uh, do you know what? Going, I thought going off the phones until... Have a go for the bro. Until we got to Kesha, <laughs> that it was to gap it. But I think the general consensus that we... Gap it trap it. Oh, my God. Please, stop. I'm going to get the results. Fight it or light it. Okay, will you... Let us know we can help it. people, guys. Oh, sorry. Let us know tra- we can help people. Yeah, sorry. I'm just trying to come up with catchy yeah. slogans. All right, single people, listen up. We have made a decision here this afternoon on The Edge. When it comes to dating a commitment phobe, if he hasn't committed to you or she after four months... Kill them. Gap it. <laughs> okay, I'll gap it. Sorry. Gap it. People are saying g- persevere, <laughs> but then gap it if you haven't got anything after four months. Gap it or trap it. That's what I said before. I quite like that one. Well, you definitely trapped it. <laughs> On the edge. Next week, we're going to try and break a world record. 30 hours of interviews. It's going to be broadcast on each TV for the whole 30 hours. If you don't like interviews, well, then you don't like this 
<laughs> just world record we're trying. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Well, you guys definitely need to practice for this because you're going to be doing interviews at like three in the morning, oh, no, three in the, the afternoon. Those are going to be the dark, dark times. Yeah. And so uh, what I thought today is we could ring someone at random. I'll hold up a card and you guys can practice your interviews, interviewing techniques. So these people don't know they're going to be interviewed by us? No, just random. That's how we're going to find out how, how, how good you are. Okay. So, Jono, you're going to go first. Are you ready? Oh, classic. Classic, classic old Jadick. Throw, throw me under the bus, isn't well, it? Well, we talk about this today. It's weird if you say Ben and Jono. Okay. Yeah, so you, it is. Yeah. Only if you abbreviate it. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe <laughs> next year. Maybe next year we can go for a rebrand, Sharon. Well, you don't want to Sharon, Ben, and Jono. Yeah. Well, maybe. In order of importance. The way it should be. All right, you ready? Turn the bloody turn the bloody phone on, mate. Right. So you're going to be holding up cards. I have to ask those questions. Okay. Are you just going to rip straight into the interview? Yes. Not go. G'day. I'm joined by my next guest. Okay, well, that's, that's a good idea. <laughs> good afternoon, I've been Coven Co. speaking with Melissa. And I'm joined by our next guest. Uh, if you had to kiss one of your family members, who would it be? Why are you even asking that question? Well, just answer it. Why, why, are, you avoiding the, uh, why are you avoiding the question? Stop, stop dancing around the question. If you had to kiss passionately one of your family members, who would it be? Mum, well, I'm dad. not going to answer that because that's just a silly question. Mum, dad, brother, sister. Okay, have you ever stolen something? Who are you? Stop, 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 stop ignoring the question. Have you no, ever st- I'm not just, ignoring You answer you, my question, you, you are, answer no, 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 you answer my question. Have you ever stolen something? I'm not answering your question. Okay, what are you wearing? I'm not answering your question. Okay. These are great questions. I'm coming in hard. This no, interview. This these aren't good questions. You're, no, you're not a good interview subject. Just answer these questions. What are you wearing? You Have you ever stolen something? Who are you? Which of your <laughs> flatmates do you hate the least? This is so weird. Well, thank you for joining us. It's been a great interview. (laughs) It's John O'Bet and Sharon here calling from the Edge Radio Station. How are you? Oh, my God. We're we're making John practice his interview skills before our 30-hour world record attempt next week. How did you think he went? (laughs) Oh, what the... Oh, what the? <laughs> You're not great. Did you, did you think that he was a very good interviewer? No. Well, you didn't answer. You weren't a good interviewee. You didn't answer any questions, mate. You didn't give no, me any... You, you were mean. You were mean. Yeah, you came across quite oh, aggressive. Oh, nice about it. Okay, yeah. okay, take two. Take two. I'm joined by Melissa. What are you wearing? I'm wearing my work uniform. Oh, that, see, that's a good start. If you had to kiss one of your family members, <laughs> Melissa, who would it be? Do I have to kiss them passionately? Passionate kiss. Okay, it'll be my second cousin because it's legal. <laughs> yeah. Great answer. Good answer, answer, answer Melissa. Good answer, Melissa. Uh, hey, um, one last question from Jono, though. Have you ever stolen something? Uh, no. I thought about stealing a vest from Farmer's one when I was younger, but I never did because I had a conscience. Hey, <laughs> these Melissa, are great answers. Why don't we just give them the first time? You're yeah, being nice about it now. Yeah, right. yeah, well, go, go and tell everyone you know about the world record that's going to be broken. 30 interviews, 30 interviews, 30 hours. Okay, Melissa? Okay. And hey, Melissa, the good thing is that you got on the edge, which means that you are in the draw for you and two friends to go around the world with $50,000. Yo, yo, yo. Thank you so much. Hey, Give, me nice. yo, yo. Give me a yo, yo. Give me a yo, yo. Oh, yo, yo. Yo, yo. Do you guys still do the cob crunchies? 
Yes, we do. Oh, we got them back today. So, so it's going to come down. Yes. 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 And the senior citizen meal kicks in at 55. <laughs> Wow. That's okay. what my dad, my granddad, my dad's favourite thing about getting to 55 is you can go to Cobb and Co get a three-course meal for like 11, 12 bucks. Dang. Yep. Well, that's amazing. We'll try to get that. Well, <laughs> that's a Jono looks at 55. <laughs> yeah, you need some night cream, Jono. You need some night cream. She does. She does. <laughs> I need some ointment for that burn you just gave me. Hey, Melissa, hold the line. We're going to hook you up with, uh, with that prize. And thanks so much for your time this afternoon. Jono, Ben and Sharon. On the edge. Okay, Dan, our producer's in. Good to have you, mate. Mm. Good, yeah, well, well, good, good hey, reading. mate. How often do we bring you on the radio? Oh, sorry. I mean, Not that often, but as soon as we did, you put a ginger nut in your mouth. Good people at Tranui have seen us in some of their biscuits. Stop trying to plug your ginger nuts, mate. Uh, bloody good biscuits. Right, just get, great do, for dunking. Why don't you and your ginger nuts tell us what you're in here for? Mm. Okay, well, I'm in here for Best of the Week. Brought to you by Chanui. <laughs> it's not sponsored by Chanui. <laughs> we kick things off this week with Dom Harvey from The Breakfast Show who was in the studio with his dog Kanye who he got to kiss Jono. Kanye's a cute dog. Oh. Hey, sure is. You're about to find out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, bring him over here. See, we don't even need any props. You don't need dog food in your mouth or anything. He will just kiss you. Okay, this is uh, this is breaking in my dog lips here. <laughs> okay. Hello, yeah, Kanye. I just had a little pep talk to him. <laughs> hey, uh, this, this is Jono. He, he looks a little bit sick, but he's perfectly healthy. <laughs> You'll be be fine. Here we go. Oh, it feels so good. I was getting into it. Well, you kind of do. He, he was just um, cleaning his own penis about three minutes ago. <laughs> also this week, Shaz had some big news. Bryce and I are 15 weeks pregnant. Yay! So, that is so awesome. Exciting yeah. news. That's great it's news. Very, it's, I feel very nervous to say it out loud just because of, like, and I think a lot of people listening right now know how hard it is to get pregnant, let alone stay pregnant, which is why we waited a long time to actually say anything because we lost a little boy last year and it was just, yeah, I really wanted to be confident, but I still find it terrifying beyond belief to say it out loud. So Jane's on the phone. Good to have you with us, Jane. Yeah, hey, Sharon. Congratulations. Oh, thank you. I'm, I'm very happy for you, and you'll make a wonderful mum. Oh, Some lovely so calls nice. and texts. Uh, we appreciate them. I'm going to read them also when I've stopped uh, getting emotional. Although I'll probably get emotional again. It's quite good when you get emotional. It's good radio. <laughs> I won't lie. I won't lie. I you know it. it is you know it has been. I hate it. I hate when people cry on the radio and then I almost did it. And I've done it before and I hate it. I'm you know like, what I'm come thinking? on. I'm thinking great web videos. <laughs> so that was some nice news to start the week. But unfortunately, Jono just decided to make it weird. When can I touch his stomach? That's uh, my question. When is, it, when is it socially acceptable for me to put my hands on your stomach? Because I know that's a thing that happens to pretty ladies. <laughs> Pregnant ladies quite a lot. Yeah. Jake's on the phone. It's good to have you with us. When can strangers touch you, Jake? Oh, I don't think it's appropriate under any measure, to be honest. Yeah, yeah thank you. Thank you, Jake. I agree with you. <laughs> I'm not saying I'm for it. Joe's like, can I touch it? <laughs> I'm just, hey, I'm just raising an issue. He's just realised the question he's asked sounds real weird yeah, and he's just trying to back out yeah, of it. Yeah. Rebecca, I hope you don't agree with strangers <laughs> touching it because I don't. What do you want to say on the issue, Rebecca? It's never okay unless you have asked permission. It's Thank like you. sexual harassment. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I agree. I agree. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree, Rebecca. <laughs> also this week, we wanted to know what's the longest time you've binge-watched a TV show. Blair, New Zealand's biggest binge-watcher, how long did you go? I started about 7 in the morning and finished about 10 o'clock at night for multiple days straight while I was on holiday overseas. Watching what? what show? 
Breaking Bad and I think Game of Thrones as well, catching up on that. I like how you went on holiday, but then you spent <laughs> yeah. from first thing in the morning till last thing at night watching TV. Where were you? I was in Fiji. Oh, you're kidding! <laughs> you went to Fiji and just binge-watched the whole time. It's a really good show. Please tell me you were, like, lying by the pool yeah. watching on a laptop with a cocktail. No, I was in sort of air-conditioning. Uh. And finally this week, Alex from the Chainsmokers called out the same day they announced their New Zealand shows. Here he is. Here he is. Alex. Hey. Oh. How are you What's going? I feel like we were more excited than you were. <laughs> Oh, sorry. No, I'm, I'm pumped. I'm like, I'm a little stoned right now. But I'm <laughs> okay. Oh, okay. Just uh, hitting the old bucky bong in the afternoon. Good on you, buddy. Well, like, so I like my girlfriend lives with me, and we're always, she's always here, like, you know, which is great. I love having her, you know, we've been together forever. But she left to go to New York tonight for the first, so I've never been alone in my house. Ever. Never. The first time I've ever been alone in my house. So you're like, I'm going to slam some weed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> Well, thank you, Dan Webby. Good bit of bits of the week, mate. No worries. And if you want to end your week on a high, end it with Charnoy and English breakfast. <laughs> no, it's not what, countdown, new world and uh, this is Stop trying to get free Charnoy, mate. You know what's like great you... to dip in a Charnoy tea? A Charnoy ginger nut. <laughs> get out of here, get out of here, mate. You and a Charnoy. Scram. propaganda out of here, mate. That was another fine John O'Bean and Sharon podcast. If you need more of them in your life, try the John O'Bean and Sharon 24-7 channel on the Rover app and listen live on the edge three till seven weekdays.